And welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for joining us today. Well, the National Corn Growers Association applauds the sustained reductions in nutrient losses reaching the Gulf of Mexico. The reductions are shrinking the average size of the hypoxia zone, as recently documented in a task force report to Congress. NCGA commends all growers for the practical conservation steps and measures they have voluntarily adopted on their farms to reduce nutrient losses and protect water quality. Brian Beagler, NCGA Stewardship Action Team Chair, says, quote, In the journey of water quality stewardship, we are encouraged by the strides made by growers. The commitment to sustainable practices is clear. And despite challenging weather patterns impacting growers, we see definite progress taking form over the course of a five-year rolling average, end quote. According to the report, the 2020-15 interim target to reduce nitrogen loads by 20% has been met. More work is needed to reduce nitrogen and phosphorus by 28% to meet the 2035 goal. Well, CNH Industrial launched the world's first tractor that's accessible for people with lower limb disabilities. The New Holland TL5 was produced in Brazil and developed in partnership with several inclusive mobility companies. CNH also enlisted farmer and customer Fernando Dalmolin, who uses a wheelchair following an incident that left him without the use of his legs to help with developing the tractor under the New Holland brand. Dalmolin said in a statement, quote, this is what people with disabilities like mine need to work independently out in the field. End quote. Now, the tractor has a unique lifting platform and joystick controls, allowing users to enter and exit the tractor without help. Once they're inside the tractor, users can operate the tractor with adapted functionality. In the U.S., at least 634,000 farmers and ranchers have a disability, with many reporting physical limitations. Brazil estimates that 7.8 million of its people have lower limb disabilities. Food insecure households have difficulty providing enough food for their members because they lack resources. USDA's Economic Research Service monitors the extent of food insecurity in U.S. households at the national and state levels through an annual U.S. Census Bureau survey. State-level estimates are obtained by averaging three years of data to generate a larger sample size in each state. This provides more precise estimates and more ability to detect differences across states. The national three-year average from 2020 to 2022 was 11.2 percent of American households classified as food insecure. Of that, 11.2% findings ranged from 6.2% in New Hampshire to 16.6% in Alaska. Food insecurity was statistically significantly higher than the national average in six states, including Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and Texas. The prevalence of food insecurity was statistically significantly lower in 17 states, including California, Colorado, Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and many others. Well, to strengthen the future of agriculture, Bayer Fund's Grow Ag Leaders program will once again partner with farmers to award scholarships to students pursuing careers in any agriculture-related field of study. Grow Ag Leaders Program Representative Jackie Greenblatt says the program was developed to help encourage rural students to pursue careers in agriculture and emphasizes there are many eligible careers both on and off the farm. The agriculture industry is growing and the type of in-demand jobs expand well beyond traditional roles such as farming and agronomy. There are jobs in engineering, mathematics, data science, communications, and countless others. Students who are pursuing careers in these areas are eligible to apply for a Grow Ag Leaders Scholarship. Greenblatt encourages students enrolled or planning to enroll in trade schools, community colleges, and four-year universities to apply for the $1,500 scholarships. 
The program is available to students pursuing ag-related degrees at either a trade school, community college, or traditional four-year university. They just need to have a GPA of 2.5 or higher to qualify. Each applicant must be an FFA member and also needs to receive an endorsement from two local farmers. The program is open now until January 11th, 2024. Greenblatt emphasizes that the Bayer Fund has a long history of giving back to local rural communities through its various community outreach programs, helping farmers to further strengthen their communities. Through the Bayer Fund, we've awarded over $65 million to rural communities since 2010. The Grow Ag Leaders program alone has awarded more than $4 million in scholarships to over 2,000 students across the U.S., And this year, we will be giving away over 350 scholarships, totaling more than $500,000. To learn more about the program, Greenblatt says students should go online to fund.bayer.us and don't delay as applications close on January 11th. Well, it's time to put the equipment away for the season. Pat McCulley is the after sales and product support manager for Ziegler Ag Equipment. He talks about how farmers can winterize their equipment and keep it running smoothly and safely for next year. Winterization is twofold for any fall use machines. It's certainly something to make sure any of the grain is out, any dirt, crop remnants are clean from the machine, blowing it out if preferable first. Some other things for winterization on a new machine that may be new to them would be certainly to look at their operator's manual and understand if there's any specific checks they may not be aware of or understand to be able to get it into its first winter in that customer's possession. It does save you time in the long run by identifying and seeing those issues that may exist before putting it away for the year, especially if that's in a cold storage shed where it's the last thing that is used for the year and the first thing that goes into the shed to restock everything else. The long-term approach is that it'll run better or last longer. It's a long-term investment and things like that definitely help to show the care, the effort, and the productivity of that unit. It definitely helps on the resale value as well as any part warranty discrepancies or legitimacy on the actual repair itself. He talks about storage tips as well. Indoors is better. UV protection, whether it's paint or tires or tracks, Storing it under a roof is certainly ideal. Certainly, if it's a temperature-controlled environment, that's another benefit. The ECMs and the electronic control modules on these machines nowadays, they all use a little bit of power when they're all turned off. Some machines have battery disconnect switches, which would be good to be able to disconnect the battery from those kind of slow drain. Some call it vampire effect, which just slowly drains the battery down. And having a battery tender, a small trickle charger onto the machine helps the battery life of the unit. Sensitive electronics specifically those that you can remove from the uh, machine easily or a third-party display, things like that, touchscreens. They're really sensitive to cold weather, and I would definitely suggest to get those out of the machine, put them in a temperature-controlled environment, keep enough room between units. If a tire goes down or something doesn't start, being able to open the access panels or rear door of a compartment to be able to get to the battery to charge it up is something to keep in mind. And McCulley has some end-of-year advice for farmers. Take advantage of some of the inspection programs that Ziegler has to offer. So a lot of times you don't plan on maybe some repairs taking longer than they actually do. So I would definitely suggest to do it earlier and not let it wait. At least get the inspection completed to understand what kind of scope of repairs you would need to consider. If you're looking at trading that machine off from a dealership standpoint, we certainly understand the value of that machine, have the repairs completed versus an unknown of the machine condition after season and what we would take to get it to be able to a resellable state. Having those repairs done would certainly help the trade value of that unit. And once again, that is comments and tips on winterizing and storing equipment from Pat McCauley, the after sales and product support manager for Ziegler Ag Equipment. 
That's all the time we have for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Have a great rest of your day.